Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everything in between, welcome to the Ryan Show FM 2022 Part 2, featuring some of our favorite interviews, including Freeway Ricky Ross, Roy Rapp, and my brother from Anaramara, Junior Reed. Now, without further ado, sit back, roll one up, light one up, and join us for two hours of nonstop entertainment. And don't worry, folks, we'll be back next week with some brand new content. Until then, enjoy. You know, Dave, they say that it's the flight of the Valkyries, but when we're in town, it's the flight of the vultures. The world needs more vultures. It is good to be here, happy Dave. This is indeed the Ryan Show FM home of the culture vulture. No, this is actually That's where it. we denounce culture vultures, where we slay culture vultures. And we're not just talking about hip hop culture vultures. We're talking about sushi culture vultures. We're talking about wrestling culture vultures. We're talking about Americana culture vultures. And what better guest to have on when it talks about denouncing the culture vulture, shaming the culture vulture, than our brother Roy Rap. Roy Rap, MC, Roy Rap, entrepreneur, Roy Rap, free spirit, free thinker, a man that goes on rants, just like myself. A man that talks in soliloquies. Put your hands in legs. <laughs> hands, legs, feet. Pause. Everything. everything you got on your body together. Smack them all together for Roy Rap. Welcome. How are you, brother? Let's go. Peace, peace, peace. First, one, first and foremost, I want to say peace to the nation of gods and earth. Um, and uh, peace to the Ryan Show, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you for yeah. coming on. Good to have you on. Appreciate y'all, man. For real. Let's get to it. What's it sounding like? What's it looking like? What's the temperature? Well, you tell us because you're in a different spot than us. We're we're nestled in the comfort of the indoors. We see you outside right now, Roy Rap. To those that are listening on the radio, which is probably all of you, Roy Rap is literally sitting in his car. So, what is it? I mean, I imagine you're a busy man. What are you doing tonight? Besides just this uh, program. Well, I own. Well, I own. I own a, a medical courier service. Oh. I own a medical courier service. You know, um, you know, I'm the founder of the Hip Hop Culture Union, and you know, I'm a CEO of BTM Music Group. That's a diverse portfolio yeah. right there of jobs. So that explains where you're sitting in the vehicle as some type of a medical vehicle. So you you independently own this? Like this is like one of those independent hospital or hospice type situations? Yep. Yep. It's mine. Wow. You can so, swing so by some purchase. So what got you into that? Uh, <laughs> well, what really got me, what would you say, Dave? Said so you can swing by some perks? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I get that question a million times. Really, what got me into it is is being fucked up. I just, I just came home from jail. So, I just came. Hmm? so was it an opportunity that kind of found you? Yeah. I, oh, I was. I just came home from jail. You know, I, I'm a gamer too, so I fuck with the 2K. You know what I mean? Okay. And um, I fuck with the division. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh! Come on, y'all I'm supposed to tell me I ain't supposed to be cursing like this. My bad, man. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. We got a great editor. He's gonna be on a lot of good friends. He's already editing like that though. So I, I got y'all. I got y'all. Um. So yeah, I'm a gamer too, and I happen to be playing on on uh, Xbox against another gamer. And are you nice? Had... Am I nice? Yeah. What we talking about? What two K? Yeah, I'll finish you. You know, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, you play with the Warriors, don't you? LeBron can already nah, tell. I don't like LeBron, bro. To be honest <laughs> with you, I respect LeBron. I don't like him, though. Like, I, I can't him. handle playing the video games on the internet anymore. And I learned right here on this program that the peak player, the LeBron, if you will, 
of these kids, they're all 13 years old. They peak yeah. at 13, 14. So you end up in an actual fight with like fight. an actual um, screaming fight. Like you're yeah. about to drive up to Buffalo and beat some <laughs> racist kid down. Yeah, crazy. Well, it is. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So so he was on there. He had did some time. And um, I was I told him my situation. I had the same situation as his. And he owned a medical courier service. So he was like, yo, listen, I'll hire you, bro, if you're serious. So I stayed on him, stayed on him. He gave me the job. And then from there, I just watched how he moved, watched the certain situations. He gave me some game, but then he also tried to throw me off, which is part of the culture vulture shit that you get from your own people. Um, mm. And I read through that because I understand business and I know business and I just go with my gut and common sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, so I seen through when he tried to weave me off. And then at certain points, it just got to the point where I, he, he tried to act like he was a I would say a McDonald's when he's more like a bodega. You know what I'm saying? And I got, tired, I got tired of that. I got tired of that. And I just went and did it on my own. It's not like hip hop where you can just make a diss track. You can just find a way to attack <laughs> or sneak this or something on another agency. Mm -hmm. Plus there's other people's lives at stake. You can't really sabotage the other person's business because someone might yeah. literally perish. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, a rough you game you're in. Yeah, wow. It's, it's, de it's definitely the same as the streets. Yeah, I was going to say, it's it's very similar to the streets. So when I was looking earlier at the EPK, because I've listened to a bunch of your music, I actually got to discover you in person. You hit me up when I was hosting a show with Royal Flush, the Long Island Mic Check. And when there's artists that are actually talented, because as everybody knows, like, you know, I don't know what goes on with these these types of opportunities, showcase, et cetera, et cetera. But when I'm at these things, if I see somebody that's nice, we're bringing them on this program. And you shut the entire show down. Supposed to be two tracks. You get up there and you give a WWF-esque promo to start things off about the state of hip-hop, about the culture vultures, denouncing the culture vulture-ism, if you will, that has invaded and taken over hip-hop and made it completely pay-to-play. Yep. You know, you talk about how it's it's we have to talk about these other jobs that you have because it's impossible to just be an artist unless you're in some type of a gang and you're backed up and you'll be taken out by Rico 10 years later because they've been building a case yep. against you. As you work as an independent yep. artist, i.e., young I've thug. Been, I've been, I've, I've been there too. I've been there too, and um, I think, I think one of the illest things that uh I was able to grasp from uh the late Nipsey Hussle, legendary Nipsey Hussle, yeah. um, yeah, was find, find find something that you can survive on without the music. When he had said that he never looked the music to pay his bills. That took a that that you know what I'm saying that yep yeah the light bulb go off and then I said you know what once I get this business to where I'm comfortable and I ain't worrying about nothing then I'm gonna approach I'm gonna approach it in a different way and, Makes sense. and that that through through that experience I, I um I said this is how I came up with the hip hop culture union and and we're gonna get into that but I mentioned you going into the soliloquy. This uh, this rant, this WWE promo, if you will, because, man, it's just separated you from all the other artists that were there before you even perform. That type of stage presence is so necessary. And you can tell that you've rocked some serious crowds. It wasn't just some little Coke bar in Bethpage. Just to our <laughs> friends at One Night yeah. Jacks. I mean, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. People over there. Check out people yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah but, sure. Um, They're yeah, great. I've, I've opened up for Twister. I've opened up for, um, for MOP in Detroit. I opened up for Twister in Palmetto, Florida. You know, um, so I opened up for Royal Flush. I opened up for Mr. Cheeks. So, you know, I've, I've touched stages 
and I know how to, and I've, and I've been doing this for a minute. So I, I understand what it takes to really, really put a show on. You brought yeah. a bottle, you brought a gold bottle of, I don't know what it was, but it was delicious. Some type of champagne. Are, we allowed, it open. Say, are, we, are we allowed to say it or not? Yeah. Why? What is it? Is it uh, go ahead. Say, whatever it is, go for it. We'll, we'll it beat that out. It was Ace of Spades. Shout out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's, uh, we'll give them the plug there. So, yeah. yeah so you, you were, It was Ace of Spades. That's right. So you're pouring out Ace of Spades for everybody, all the different artists. And it was almost a, a moment of camaraderie for all the Long Island artists that were there. So it was a really, really it's cool moment. I just want to give you flowers. Ace of Spades. Yeah, oh, that had never been inside of that building. Yeah. <laughs> Ace of Spades has never been part. Actually, everybody yeah. that drank it had probably never had it either. Including well, that's, myself. That, that's that's part of that Roy Rap brand. That's that, that Roy Rap cloth. You know what I'm saying? That's what we call it. That's that rap cloth. That God cloth. God coming. Well, yo, that, you know, once again, we talk about how it takes so much money to break records. I believe one week we were quoted on saying it took $200,000. I saw some 60-second reel yeah. on Instagram. It seemed convincing enough. So I believe it. Yeah, let's say $200,000 to really break Young record. Dolph, right? I think nah, that's... Um, well, there's a couple mm. of them. Young, one from Young Dolph. Yeah. Another one was from... um. The uh the CEO of, uh uh what's it um heck oh I can't remember his name I mean the um the name of the company what's what's the company that uh Lil Baby's on mm. oh quality control Gerber yeah quality control quality, quality yeah. control Gerber <laughs> Gerber <laughs> but but Lil no baby no Gerber that's that's no baby with Gerber yeah yeah so so. Uh, yeah, you, you got to stretch every dollar. So when it comes to these types of showcases for you to take some, you know, like I mentioned, some uh, Pepsi bar out in uh, out in Bethpage and taking an appearance like that and stretching it all the way into this right now. So, I mean, it was just a matter of time before we got you on here. When I saw that, I just knew it had to happen. Yeah. No, I, and, I, and God bless the person in that ambulance right now. I pray yeah. for you. Yeah, they, fuck, they, me they messing up my whole interview right now, but it's okay. It's I hope they people all well, you just saved it. You, yeah, just, you, you went from f to mess really quick just there. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on. I'm on now. I'm <laughs> you on chasing now. after on. that? That could be work right there. <laughs> I was gonna no, say. They got to get to the pharmacy first before they get to me. So how does that work? Can you just turn the uh, the sirens on and just go past lights? Or what, nah, what I you can't do none of that. I can't do none of that. Can't do none of that. I basically <laughs> turn. I basically turn my life before well, my life during music and my life before music. Uh, I should say. Um, my life before I went to jail and I turned it legal. So trapping like you're legal. Yeah. Trapping That's like it. I'm legal. Shout out to Royal Flush, my bro, man. What up? What up though? You know what it's up. I love it. All right. So we're going to play some music, Roy. We're going to play some Roy rap right now. God damn it. And we're going to play it on full blast. Let's go. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the future. Roy, we're going to leave it up to you to pick the first song that we think best represents you and your brand. Going into this break for people to put on repeat because this is a podcast. After well, all, if you are on the radio, gonna, it's available gonna, on gonna, iTunes. Gonna up, if we're gonna line them up, first, well, it looks like Roy cut out right there. We're gonna play a couple of songs as Roy gets huh. the situation situated. We got Hampton Dave the Socialite here. We got Mr. Cheeks Harry Spirit. We got DJ Honky Wonky the Cracker Lack and his Cracker in the East End of Long Island here as well. This is the Ranch <laughs> and then we, we'll be back. Let's go. Capital One Records, and we are smoking on that Vulture OG. As we move forward <laughs> through tonight's broadcast, this is indeed the Ryan Show F. And with your host, Ryan Vernell, and you hear that laughter in the background. It's my partner in crime, my cohort, Hamptons Dave. Hamptons Dave, how are you, sir? Hamptons Dave. Socializing. <laughs> Socialite, but I'm heavy, though. His voice echoing, bellowing 
through those speakers. Serenading her. Serenading the women. Serenading your baby mammy. <laughs> we got Roy Rapp in studio. God yes, damn it. Yes, we do. It's the and, girl. And we mentioned, we mentioned the culture vultures. We dissed them a little bit. We hit We've been called the, the culture vultures. We have been. Actually, there's an article. If you type my name and if you can figure out how to spell it. And what it says is why Ryan Vernell is, is not, not a culture vulture. And it wasn't me defending myself because I could care less, to be honest with you. Because I think that everything, we're just like living in a world of appropriation from beginning to end. We've been, I mean, at the very beginning, the Pan-Africans were appropriating one another. <laughs> and then when the land split and became all these different continents, we, we continued the appropriation. Back when we discovered the wheel, one tribe of Neanderthals appropriated another tribe of that wheel. Some say they stole the wheel from this other tribe. There was controversy. There were diss tracks, Hamptons, Dave. <laughs> it's on the walls? It's on the walls. It's it was written. written on it the was written. <laughs> Had a whole new meaning back then. It was on the cave walls. Roy Rapp, you have created the hip-hop culture union. Love that. And that's a big step. Because we've heard so many people dissing the vultures. And we're not just talking about the crackalackas. We're talking about the vultures. It takes all creeds and colors to be vultures, damn it. Not just the whites, but everybody. And we need somebody <laughs> like Roy Rapp to put them in their place. So, Roy, tell us, what was it that inspired you to create the Hip Hop Culture Union? Um, the fact that hip hop is not protected, like the, the, the culture, the artists, the creators, you know what I mean? The producers, the uh, engineers, the, the everybody behind the scenes to so the people on the scenes are not protected by anybody. And people run around Thanks. saying the culture for, for the culture for the culture, but they'll stand right next to somebody and do somebody wrong in a culture that really deserves, that's really a part of the culture, really respects it, really loves, really puts in puts it down for the culture. And they'll disrespect that person or they, they'll they let that person get robbed through the filthy, through the filthy business of the game. And that's the that's the coach, that's the hip hop industry, not the hip hop culture. And that's mm. that's the problem. You know the I'm music saying? business. You no, know, you gotta music. get. You know how, like, for like the, you know, like the real union, they got the rat that they put out like job sites where, yeah, you know, where they go on strike. You need to well, get like go, the big we, blow we, up we, of we, like we, a. We go, you we need to get a blow up like a white kid in a tall tee. We go and put it. We, we gonna do the same. We gonna do the same thing. And, and let me say this. Let me say this. While we got the time, um, the culture vultures for the artists, the vultures we really look for. Or the creators, I should say, or the, or the uh, you know, the create creative ones, creative minds alike. Um, we look for, you know, the Caucasian man or, or the man to be, or the you know, the labels, so to speak. To <laughs> this angle, I can't, I can't help, guys. This he angle is culture vulture. I look yeah. like Marlon Brando <laughs> in Apocalypse Now because the angle of this camera is like down, looking up at me, and my white pasty face, my culture vulture face is just. <laughs> Awful. Well, anyway, Ryan, I'm man, sorry. You're definitely one of the people that help push the. You definitely one of the people that help push the culture. But it's a lot of people that's our own color of our own people, um, or people you would think wanted or put. I would say, put stake in the game for the culture, and yeah. they look just like us, and 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 they're doing. They're the ones robbing us, and they're the ones selling dreams and saying, "Oh, give me six thousand dollars for this, and I'll do this," and they try to run off with your money. Now, me, I. What also motivated the hip hop culture union is the guy Webb that's on the internet 
and on the Instagram and everything all over the place. I'm giving y'all an exclusive. I haven't spoken this about this publicly to anybody, you know, so this is exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on, he has, you know, the little um, ads. It's called a takeover. That's the name of his company or whatever. But he has ads of him managing Fab, Fab talking about him. And this is not Webb and Nitty. I want to get oh, this clear. Yeah. I yeah. want to get this clear. This you know, I Webb actually, I did. I, you know, I've seen... I, I know who you're talking about. I do know exactly who you're talking about. He's a fraud. So you're calling this guy out. Yeah. So got, we need to add some sound bites here at this point right here because this is big. So you're calling somebody out right here on the show as a fraud. Yeah, he's a fraud. One more time. I, 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 I want to say again. I want to say again. This is not Webb and Nitty. I don't know Webb and Nitty. I don't know. I don't know them. Uh, this is dude Webb that claims he managed Fab. He put Fab on, and then he has clips of Fab actually testing to it. He has clips of DJ Self saying, "My man Webb." He has clips of Ebro. Yes, uh, saying, "Yo, yo right." This yo, is yo. what they do. This is what yeah, they do. Man, Sorry man, to interrupt man, you, but this man, is what man. we're going through behind the scenes right now with Casey Chrysler. He's got videos, all these celebrities talking about him. Even though he's had access to Mr. Cheeks' account, I'm sure that there's a lot of people wondering, "Where's Mr. Cheeks' Instagram account?" Well, yes, Casey Chrysler has struck again, much like this guy Webb. He uses yeah. this intricate web of lies that he's fabricated. The difference, I think, between the the Chrysler guy and I don't know him, but I, the difference of what I what I what I could see from my own eye is, um, Web, and this is this is what made me start the culture, the culture, hip hop culture union because HACU, because this is what I mean by nobody's protecting anything. So, this guy is supposed to have stake in the game. You're supposed to have meat in the game. Pause. Right? <laughs> so, so. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. yo. He's, he's supposed to have meat in the, steak in the game, right? So, so. We can uh, edit it. Don't worry. He's supposed to have steak in the game. So you would believe him. An artist trying to get on and somebody trying to do business would believe him. He has a boogie mentioned in his name. You would believe him. With you know the hoodie? Yeah. This is wow. credentials. These are credentials. This is what yeah. I'm saying to you. I said thing I think it's a little different because he has credentials. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it would make you say, yo, I'm gonna do something with him. Long story short, he tried to get me for basically six thousand dollars, man. You know what Ooh. I'm saying? And being the fact that I'm business savvy, he couldn't get me. And was it the blue but, check? Because that sounds about the price for nah, a blue check. No, nah, it ain't the blue check. It ain't the blue check. I had my marketing situation already set up. I just went to him as the person to be like a consultant. Listen, make sure this happens. Can you make sure this happens? This happens. This happens. This happens. This is what this is what the Roy Rat brand needs. I do all all this everything for the Roy Rat brand by myself and a lot. It's my brainchild, and I use and I and I uh not use, but it's better to be useful than useless. But the use is not the word. I um I delegate through my close friends and my people that I meet, my business associates and stuff like that. I delegate that way. And I pay my people. You know what I'm saying? So. I love that. I'm going to start using that word for my friends I don't pay. That word for us. <laughs> yeah, delegate things. Yeah. <laughs> start taking notes here. The, <laughs> the vulture's at it again. Yeah, he got it. So you definitely not one of those, man. So, no, listen. I, um, So I'm going to put it out there so all the artists know, too. He had, and I have pictures, so I got receipts and all that. You know what I'm saying? Need to keep um, the receipts, damn it. Yeah. yeah and and the by the way, Webb, if you're listening, if somehow Webb hears this, 
you're welcome to come on the show and defend yourself. If you're one of these scammers, if you're one of these dirtbag scammers that we call out on the regular, please come on the show. Come come in front of us, if I beg of you. Please, please, let's both get let's both get on here. Let's talk about it. Yeah, man. Yo, that's the beauty of celebrity it. boxing. You know, I really like right. what Damon's doing with celebrity boxing, guys. But I think that he needs to start using it for real fights and real beef because there's plenty yeah. of real celebrity beef. We don't need to fabricate any of it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I want to see Roy Rapp versus Webb. Healthy. You know what I'm saying? We can, we can do it. We can do it. I like it. I would be like everything to be handled healthily. Healthy. You know what I'm saying? See, my thing is delegated. Delegated to a nice stage <laughs> fight in the ring. Yeah, I'm I'm with it. So so, but but that's my that's my thing. So what he does, what he does, he even has so everybody knows what it is, and they everybody there's no speculation to it. Um, when not to drag it out, so we're gonna get to a long story short. Uh, when there's when it was time for the money to be exchanged, they try to get me to basically sell the money to him, and I told him I'm not doing that. I have no way of contacting y'all y'all get my money y'all run off i'll I do it when we in a room we in a room together i even showed them video of me with all the bread and everything yo listen get in the room let's shake it up let's do our business how we supposed to do business you know what i'm saying mind you you had a clip before him that's receipts let's leave that for receipts yeah um, receipts like you said yeah we leave that for receipts um but uh yeah so his man was like some of his partner or whatever was like, oh, I don't know why you acting like that because you know you got the address. Hold on to that. Yeah, you got the address. It's on the invoice. It's on the website. You got the address. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. I said, bro, I don't know who you think y'all playing with. I'm a real businessman, bro. That can be uh, a virtual office. You know what I'm saying? And so the past that we went through that. Boom. Fast forward that. I said, all right, yo. Uh, get on the, get on the, um, get, get web on the, uh, you know, the zoom, get yeah. him on the zoom and, and, and I'll sell you out of bread on the zoom tomorrow. He said, I bet. Got him off the phone. I immediately looked up the address since that was a strong point he wanted to hold on to. The address, when you Google it and you, and, and, and you search it, it's a PO box and not a PO box at the, at the, at the post office. I'm talking about a PO box you can get on the street. You go buy a P.O. box. Well, he could have met you at the P.O. box. He didn't mention the P.O. box, but look at this. On the website, it says this. If you can't get in contact with us on the phone, pull up on us. Get ready to speak to a literal P.O. box. It's it's telling you to pull up. Yeah. (laughs) Pull up to to what? A P.O. box? So these are the things that go on. And my thing is, there's people, like I said, people like self saying, yo, my man Webb and his takeover company, blah, 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 blah. And there's people like other, you know, other people in the game that's letting a person that's vulturing the game continue to do business. So so how are you going to stop this with the hip hop culture union? Guys like Webb, guys like Casey Chrysler that are out here scamming the legends, scamming up and coming artists. What are you going to do to stop them? Well, I'm glad you said that because it's not just for up and coming artists. It's for the legends. It's for it's for the hip hop cultures. Everybody in hip hop, you know what I'm saying, and um, um, that want to do right business, good business, and and don't want to play around and get and deal with the jerk. You you come to us. We have people in the labels. We have people in the industry. Let's say that we have people within the industry. So you guys are gonna pull up with hoods on and beat no, the living. No, so 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 no no man. Um, you know, I 
I'm never responsible for what other people decide to do. I, I but I would hope that nobody part of the union would do that, especially not without talking to anybody. Uh, that's a different but, union. That's the those are the Sicilian unions. Okay. Yeah, that's a different union. You know what I mean? Um, hey, you have brothers, but that's a different union. Um, but, you know, but in all seriousness, like you get a guy like Casey Cresso, this us, is a perfect uh, look, example. Look, 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 look. An artist will come to us. An artist will come to us, or a producer will come to us, or an engineer will come to us and say, "Hey." This guy said he want to do business with me. Can you check his background? He's part of the union. So you're paying your dues. This is a real union. It's not a game. This is real, yeah. real stuff. It's legalized. Shout out to my brother, Joshua Cassidy. Um, it's legal. It legalized. It's my partner. Um, so, so literally people are paying into this union and then this protects them down the line. Because I know I've heard, was it Grandmaster Kaz talking about forming some type of a union for some of the older pioneers of hip hop to protect them financially. If they were to hit some type of a wall, master cash and Noriega, you know what I mean? So is that something similar where everybody pays into this hip hop culture union? Well, I don't, um, it's something similar, but I guess the idea, the thought of it, of, of wanting to be there for, for legends, but we don't just cater to legends. Hip hop culture union ain't for legends. I mean, it's not just for legends. It's for everybody in the hip-hop culture union. But, yes, you pay you pay dues, and when something medically goes wrong, we, 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 um, the, the dues goes into your medical that you pay for your dues, goes into your medical. A, a union brother can chip in from his dues to help you, but then when you come back and you start putting back in your dues, those dues, a percentage of those dues go back to your brother until he's paid back, and then it goes back, and then it regulates back out, it regulates itself out. So when can artists sign up for this? If there's people listening also, right now that also, also also just to let everybody know, whatever Grandmaster Casanoriega was talking about, I, it it sparked the thought of this, but it, it but my drive is what's pushing it. You understand? It definitely it definitely was a spark of a thought to it because it, it was right. It does need a union. Yeah. But I don't uh, but the thing is, but the thing is, there's a lot of talk. And I'm not saying those brothers is doing a lot of talk because I know those brothers. Grandmaster Cas, I know personally. Yeah, postal, my people. Po- postal place. I, 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 I did a little research of uh, Mr. Of Webb. Webb real quick. <laughs> so, it, so, 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 what's your so, assessment? So, so I don't gotta pull yeah. up my receipts. Dave, yeah. you got your own receipts, right? I just, I'm looking at. It, I see Postal Palace. That's it. That's it. And wow. That's it. And Webb, I didn't yeah, say he's the got... address. Hold on. Let's let it be known. I didn't say the address on here. No, you did. I'm not either. I I went to the website and I saw. Yeah. All these people, the same people you're talking about. I'm and not lying, bro. Yeah. Stand. Cigar sad. talk. He's got that cigar talk show, or whatever. I I'd seen him. I've read a. I re- I saw that site before. I never went into it, but it screams vulture. He's a vulture, bro. And so your vulture people, radar is going people, off, Dave. And it's other people in the culture, bro. Caca, caca. <laughs> And this, other, vultures. this is what's going on. In, this is what's going in the industry, bro. So there's nobody protecting the culture. I didn't hear Noriega, Grandmaster Cash, talking about protecting the culture. They don't have a plan for protecting the culture. And 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 as coming together, if they do, we can all come together. Like I said, their people are my people. You know what I'm saying? We can Love all that. come together and everybody play their part. But we could right unify. Now, I w- yeah, we could unify it. But right now, I'm, I went and got it sparking. I went and got it. Hip hop hoffa. Yeah, Hip hopper, and we could do it for real. Hip hopper, hey, yeah, man, man, yeah, unbelievable. I, so, so this is a beautiful union that is forming. 
Not one that will end in divorce. One that will end in all unions coming together. Wow, I'm just knocking everything over at me. This damn ghost <laughs> breath is getting the best of me. Man, this is uh, this is indeed the Riot Show FM, and we're talking the hip-hop culture union. We got Roy Rap in studio, and the man makes wonderful music, not just wonderful unions of people that are going to come together and save artists, not just our legends, but you, the listeners, because every single one of you thinks you're a rapper. Let's be honest, including me. This is the Ryan Show FM. Go follow Roy Rap. Happens day if you are a rapper, you don't just think it. <laughs> it hasn't just been thunk. Every we all we all come from a certain. You know what I'm saying? Do your thing. I'm out pushing. I'm pushing the you know people, good people. I want good people to succeed. Yeah, yeah. that's it. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't want to say that. Yeah, come on now, Hams. We're about to get into what he's out here rooting for R. Kelly. Stop saying that you're rooting for good people. I'm not rooting for R. Kelly, but <laughs> oh wow. Oh, there ain't wow. no R and B without the R. <laughs> Dave the wild boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I love R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, but that's oh, I should have asked this. Does is, is the hip hop culture union protect Africa Bombada? Does it protect Does the R. Kelly? Union protect African Bambada? No. Bambada. I don't know enough about African Bambada situation. It's a lot of it's a you know I would have to dig into that and talk to some people about that. Like other than that, is is me researching for me researching for me being a yeah. far. I'm too far away from that, and I'm a person that like. Where do you draw the line, Ray? Mm-hmm. Is R. Kelly protected by the Hip Hop Culture Union? No. Well, legally, is differently than musically. I'm. I'm still playing. No, no musically, go- music, musically, musically, he's a genius. You can't take yeah. that from him. But the music that he made, you know, people that make kids too and all that. Like, you know, you know what, what I was so- listening to the other day? Ble- dying all of Lester. it. All of it. J- Kelly, not guilty. They say it for like <laughs> two straight minutes in the song. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, he's not. He's not supported. Let's make this clear. He's not supported yeah. by the hip hop culture union. No. So where do you draw the line? Um. Well, you know, you can't just you can't just peeing on young women. Yeah, you can't just probably what? a good spot. What <laughs> I said, peeing on young women is probably a good. That's that's definitely no, over the line. But the question not, is, where do you draw it? That's oh, that's not that's not a, that's not a, we don't allow none of that. Like that's a definite way of you you not not to make it into the hip hop culture. Like that's like no peeing on women. You can pee on women, but it's not young women. It's we like don't pushing want to them. Do the, that. I mean, yeah. if you grown, it's whatever you want. Like if you grown, yeah. that's that's yeah. that's your that's your bag. No so grooming it. children in any yeah, way, shape, or form. No, but but for real, for real, um, yeah, nah, hell no. <laughs> Roy, where can they find you on Instagram? At R O I R A P X underscore. Don't Let's forget go. the underscore. Those Don't bastards underscore. took his original account yeah. down. Also follow Hip Hop Culture Union on Instagram at Hip Hop Culture Union. The website's coming soon. We're going to be a part of it. We're going to be executives on this right. Hip Hop right. Culture Union. That's right. I've got Let's a go. a new uh, a new uh, costume coming in. It's green. <laughs> it's covered in feathers. Got the little go. ball, the crown. Classic. You might need right. that for the logo. Yes, me dressed up as Vulture. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! This is the Ranch Show FM. Hip hop culture union is strong in the building. We're gonna play some music, come back, and wrap things up. DJ Honky Wonky, one of the overlords of the culture. 
Vulture Union. Uh, <laughs> I should say Hip Hop Union. Haha. <laughs> we'll be back. Let's go. Okay. And we are back for a live presentation from Long Island, New York. This is Ryan Vernell on the mic. And if you're tuned in, you're likely in your car listening. Get the speakers on full blast because I sit down today with a living legend. (laughs) With a guy I've listened to for a very long time. Respect. Respect. Not respect to you, man. Yeah, man. Give thanks, you know. Because of the music that you've created, you've brought a lot of positive energy to this world. Yeah, give thanks. I want to give thanks to you, first and foremost, <laughs> before we get this thing started. Right, right. Not just for One Blood, which is universally recognized as one yeah. of the all-time great songs, not just right. here in America and right. in Jamaica, but all over the planet. Right. So, you know, a lot of shows, they like to give their roses in the beginning. We like to do the same and give yeah. our props right off the bat. Right. So, first off, what brings you to New York? Back in New York for the first time in how long? Yeah, well, um, well regular Love Fest at the Radio City Hall um, two days ago. You know, with myself, Shabarangs, Supercat, and others, you know. That's Barrington Levy, Cutty Ranks, Dan Penn, Shakadimi, some players, you know. Water wow. Blood, and the whole. And you've whole got thing. fans that wait for you to come back yeah, and make well, this trip. Right. Um, the, 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 the Raider City Hall was sold out, you know. Wow. Fans couldn't get, they, you know, couldn't get tickets, you know. So that's a good look. And your relationship with the fans, how would you describe it after all of these years cultivating that fan base? With my relationship with the fans are good, you know, because if it wasn't for the fans, I wouldn't be here right now because I work for the fans. So if they don't need me, I wouldn't have no, no job. So they, they, you know, they request me for the job. So I just come and deliver the job. I know that well, you know, they're still loving me, still feeling me and still getting the message. Yeah, and I appreciate sure. it, you know. Yeah, and it's a message that can still resonate all these years later. What it is right. you speak about, right, right. And uh, yeah, I mean, just uh, just wild to think that you can keep a fan base for that long. And there's a difference between an international fan base yeah. and an American fan base. How would you right. describe the difference between your fan base in Jamaica back home and your well, fan base? Right. You see, my fan base worldwide is a fan base where they're not just a fan base for today or tomorrow. Yeah. They are a fan base for life. Mm. You understand? Because of the song, because, because of the song, the arrangement, the ingredient, the message and everything, you know, just make it becomes a life, a lifetime. Yeah. Wow. The lifetime culture, because it's an everyday living. We sing about everyday living. Sing about stuff that got the next hundred years from now. Yeah. It was still relevant. We don't know sing about the style and the fashion and then the style and the fashion come today and go tomorrow. And then your song won't be relevant. Yeah. And your fans won't be relevant. Um you, you know, you, they're not gonna be around, they're gonna just cause those fa- kind of fans now they go to um the current affair and the style and the fashion. Sometimes you have you have a style of cars that come in and it is a hot car now in this time, but the next Ten years, you don't hear about that car again. So if you sing about those cars, after a while, when the younger ge- next decade pass, the younger generation come, they don't, they, they don't, they, they will, you know, pick up what, what you're saying or, or what a song mean or they, they, they can't relate to it. Wow, that's a brilliant right. point. Yeah, like if the message is a good message, it'll carry on yeah. for generations. Right, for generation. And that might be the difference. If I you're see. singing about 
this car, like you're singing about the ladder, dry in my ladder, I'm not leaving my ladder and them things. Then later on, you don't have ladder anymore. So the younger generation will come, they know about BM and Benz and, and you understand me, Rolls Royce and Ferrari. Yeah. So if you're singing, you have to sing about them kind of car, you know, now I go come out of style and I come out of fashion. You understand me? Yeah, I can yeah. totally see that. Now, it's not just the message. When I listen to your music, to me, it's an experience. So, like a right. state of mind, you have to get in the vibe it's out. It's a part of life. The music becomes a part of life. So, once it becomes a part of life, you, as long as life lasts, all those fans that you create, it will be a part of them life. Yeah, and, and you're about carrying and maintaining a healthy lifestyle, the Ross right. lifestyle. As we're sitting yeah. here, we're all stuffing our faces with pizza. Yeah. Yet we're in the kitchen getting ready for Junior Reed's vegan pizza. Yeah. Trying to make sure you're eating right. So, how well, important is that to you? I mean, I know being a Rasta, you technically. Do you have to be vegan? How does that work? I'm not too familiar with that. Like, if you're Rasta, does right. that kind of coordinate with being vegan in a sense? Yeah, Rasta is just a natural way of living. Eat natural, live natural, and you understand me? Do your thing natural. But Rasta is not against if you, you know, your people are Rasta, they eat vegan and them thing there. And them, them works is not as clean as the man we eat meat or whatever or so. So it's not what you really eat, you know, it's how, it's how you live. Yeah. So Rasta, Rasta is a living, a living, you understand me? But at the same time, Rasta sure the best thing for you is to be a vegan or to be a vegetarian. Yeah. You know, but we're not going to force you to stop eating chicken and eat your stuff and, and come and be a vegan. We're going to allow you to do what you're doing and you see we do what you're doing. To you gradually say, let your taste be so that you, you, you like, you taste how you like it, and you, yeah. you, 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 you get used to it on your own. You eat up the idol and say, well, I like the idol, and I like it more than the meat, you know. So I didn't force it on you. Yeah. You just take it on by yourself and just like it. So when you start to do that with it, you're going to just always, you know, nobody can stop you from eating again and being that way. Because naturally, you come on it naturally on your own. Yeah, well, that makes sense. That's like, yeah. like st starting any lifestyle. It's kind of yeah. it can't really be forced. Right, right. Cause the God don't force you, you know. The God, the God will love, the God will come all of us. So when you come in and them thing that, you know, you you know so well. Yeah, God make you eat where you want to eat, but you ever see the God that eat where he might eat, yeah. and through your rating as the God you go want to know where the God that eat and you go want to try taste where the God that eat. Yeah. So when the God give you some where you might eat, you now then you have to make a person say yo. You know, some like this, where they gotta eat more than that to me that eat. So you forget more that we are eating, and start eat where they gotta eat. So naturally, it's never the God tell you, say, stop eat that and eat this. It's you just, this why you taste the God food. And when you taste the God food, you love the God food, say, so you don't want more Babylon food. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like anything else. Like, once you, once you get used to it, it's a little bit easier. Yeah. It's just yeah. getting over that hump of quitting anything. Yeah. Any unhealthy. Because if you tell a man, say, don't eat that, I don't eat that, I know. He say, all right, man, I eat that, she respect you. When go around the corner, you see him, I eat it, see him, yeah. yeah. so when him see him, don't eat it. I, I like that approach. It's a lot better than that soft vegan approach. I, I'm always worried I'm going to get pig's blood thrown on me now if I'm like standing in line for a bacon egg and cheese. You just never know with these pita folk. Right. But it makes a lot more sense from your angle and perspective. Yeah. But let's bring it back to the music. One Blood, obviously, one of the you know greatest songs ever. I'm sure everybody asks you this over and over again, but there are some new people that might be tuning in and hearing yeah. about you right now for the first time in a while. And I just wondered, you literally wrote this song from scratch? Yeah. And what was it that inspired you to create that song? Uh, what inspired me to create that song? At the time in Jamaica, you know, I couldn't move from here and go over there. Because in Jamaica, you have a, 
you have, you have the political party, which is yeah. PMP and Labour, just like how you have the Cribs and the Bloods. Yeah. So, it's like, where I go on and empty, you can't go around, so you can't go around. So, I mean, I see where I go on, and enough of my people, them just a drop, so. Yeah. Enough body a drop and all them things, you understand me? So, although enough body a drop, me as a man, me just take on the road and drive through the city. Yeah. I mean, I drive through the city, the whole city locked down, like it. Not really locked down, but it just looked. Dead and lonely, you know. I mean, I said, well, okay. I just come back from Florida at the time, and you know? just flying the country, you know. Wow. And we see where I go on. So, you know, I say, you know, like where I go on. Then we hear about, we hear about in America, say, you have some youth in America now where call themselves Crips and Bloods, where at the same kind of war I go on between them, like, like where I go on in Jamaica. The yeah. same kind of, you know. Same type of shit. So we just say, well, all right. So we're gonna sing this song and in one blood, cause I want we, we don't here live in a Jamaica, we not really live together and when you look for myself, we are fight myself. Yeah. So we just say we just come up with the lyrics, you know, one blood. And then now there was a time I was in England when I used to sign to Big Life Records and yeah. I was there so while I was there, you know, we write this song called Hey Mate, I wanna get me straight. Hey mate, I want your corporate, so Include that, you know, the one blood that me I write it. Yeah. That's why I say, hey, mate, whoa, whoa, I want to get me straight, corporate. Ah, so, like a two okay. song, like a England vibes and a yard vibes and America vibes. Is that me a vibes a three place? The mate in England, hey, mate, I want to get me straight. Hey, gov, do you believe in love? Hey, bloke, this is no joke. And then, you know, in America, the Crips and the Bloods, we just say one blood. And then, Jamaica now, um, Rima, Jungle, Firehouse and Towile and all of the eras them we are war. I say you could have come from Rima, you come from Jungle, you come from Firehouse, you come from Towile, one blood. Wow. Because those years was the main era where all of the, the thing, you know, are going from. You understand me? Yeah, and that's so much deeper than, <laughs> than just the music. I think, or actually just the lyrics. The lyrics are very, you know, binding. Yeah. You know, it preaches for everybody to be together and, you know, we're right. all one human. And I didn't realize that you had literally been inspired by different sounds from different regions and put different them all together. sounds different sounds and different things that is taking place in different regions wow. you understand me so we put all of that together and then now he said to myself say you know all of these politicians and all these heads of government and the bigger guys them who try to make the youth them war and kill off them one another we see them as a modern vampires of the city because you know a lot of people may think say them guys say vampire come with teeth. But the vampire now come with teeth. No, the modern vampire don't come with teeth. Him just come with a vibes of pressure, oppress. You know? Yeah. The, the, the unfortunate. You understand me? Yeah, yeah. And get them to do things that go and, you know, mess up their life and them thing. So, yeah. And, and, and pressure them from, from getting certain jobs and certain things. Because wow. you can't go and look at a job. And they, they, they don't, they don't give you no job or anything. They, right away, you're not eating, you're losing blood. You understand? So like, you must suck your blood right away, they so. You understand me? Yeah. Just by one, deprive you from having a job. Yeah, exactly. It's like, a, that is a vampire system. Wow. It is. <laughs> you understand me? Is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and, you know, so in this time now, you can't look for, and, and even a politician who give the youth them gun for kill off them one and they're gonna shoot up youth and blood around a vampire thing, see me? So we just said the modern vampires of the city hunting blood, blood, blood. Wow. And then, yeah, so they truly are vampires. They truly are vampires <laughs> in the city. Start using that, that language more. 
to yeah. describe those politicians. That's that's yeah. definitely something. Um, and you know, I can't help. I know and not that just politicians alone. The politicians and those wicked people on the whole, you know. Yeah. yeah, wicked people as a whole. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That lead yeah. you to that type yeah, yeah, of doom, yeah. whatever. Wow. And I can't help but notice. I know that I saw a video uh, on YouTube about it, about how Ariana Grande was it the side by side song? Yeah, I the side to by them, side. Yeah. I listened to them side by side. Yeah. Ironically enough, it's yeah. the exact same backing in the, the in same the, stuff. So and they come, that's the first song Ariana Grande used to. She coming into reggae. Yeah. So the first song she gonna wanna work on is must be, it must be the the biggest reggae song. They try to play around, which is one blood. You know what I'm saying? Did that ever get resolved? I no, saw well, about four years ago you were, yeah, you were yeah, calling well, that out. Yeah, well, still at, still up on the case with the lion legal team still, you know? That's insane. Like like a song that big, you'd think it would be cut co- cookie cutter. Just, end, yeah. you know, one right. week in court, end it like that. It doesn't really right. make much sense. What is yeah. the reason why the, it's taking the, so long? The reason why it's taking so long is just because it's my my company, my independent company, which is GR, GR Records. You understand me? And you see... Um, we'd have a analyzer, a guy that was that you know to do analyzing and stuff. Yeah. And then it was linking together, and all of a sudden, the same company that have the song, I had that guy and have him working. Yeah. And him same can't but I do the work for me because that would be conflict of interest for him to be working with the big company and working oh, with my company. Wow. So they have you know so we just we depend the same here still. But the Ariana Grande song side by side with Nicki Minaj and all that. That's one blood beat. That's one blood baseline. We there all day, do 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 do. We there all night, do 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 do. And I don't want to leave her side to side, do 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 do. She be on the remix. That's she one blood. She at least put you on the remix. It's insane. Yeah, so Ariana Grande and for the start out them thing in the car. We don't really want to take it. We don't really want to have it, you know. I mean, it's the, probably that's why they deal the right way. Because the whole world knows your Junaid baseline at one blood. I mean, it's just, it's like, no it's not, all right, I never know about it. It's people yeah. coming to me and telling me that you know that Ariana Grande. You, and so it, people were coming even, to you. Yeah, you found out right, from people coming from to you. people coming wow. to me, and even the even the musicians and that play. Yeah. The 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 beat. They say, yo, read. You don't see Ariana Grande. She touch your things. Ray, ray, ray. You understand? Know That's, That's the same issue. thing. That's a huge issue. That a song that big and somewhat of your caliber and yeah. your status and yeah. your legend in the music industry right. has to have trouble because it's not really in Ariana Grande's hands. It's in these big. Giant record labels, yeah. Hands, I would imagine, yeah, you know, because at the end of the day, too, with a lot of these these giant record companies mm-hmm. and them things, you understand me? You know, if they can't sign you, they, they try to just deal with them because, all right, you know, the music business sometimes, not really sometimes, like it's it's illegal to be an independent artist and open them face, and I do that. I at the time when when me when when we have all of the it's them a drop and them thing that we have feature we do all of these things even now and and the things them that, that me I do right now yeah. a lot of people think that Junior is on a major label which I am on a major label which is my label GR GR Records that's a record label who come with one blood banana boat my rapper pam pam listen all of my it's them come through my company and then um sometimes distribute to other company but at the end of the day it's supposed to come back to my company yeah. <laughs> you understand me. And I don't mind working with, with companies and everything, but as long as they going to put my thing even further than where I can take it. If they can't take it further than where I can take it, it best me just go and deal with it because at least I want to ensure that it reach, reach the people. And you've been in the industry for many, many years. Yeah. Like so many years. Taking all the way back to what you were 13 was when you recorded your first single. Right. Like right. major industry experience. Yeah. And, the, and it led you to being independent all these right. years later, which speaks right. volumes to anyone right. out there listening that might be thinking about it. You know, you know, you know, you know the thing, man. Yeah, a little bit. So 
So growing up in Jamaica, you mentioned how rough it was even during the makings of One Blood. I mean, yeah. what was it like your, your childhood in Jamaica? What was your upbringing like out there? Well, my up- upbringing in, in Jamaica is just me, you know, me and my, my brother and my cousin, you know, you understand, I'm a grandmother, three of us, you know, you understand, me and my brother, I'm a little cousin, she's a female. So, so you, your brother, your cousin, all with I'm, your grandmother? I'm a grandmother, yeah. Wow. We grew up in another little community, we're the people in the community, and the whole of with us, you know, the people in the community, the whole of us live loving together, everything just nice, and, you know, yeah, and we just dear from a granny, and my granny dear for me, we dear for the community, and the community dear for me, and that's where the, the way, that's where my, my music starts in the community. Wow. By singing on the corner for my friends, them, um, wow, them so have youth, per, youth club in the community, sing for the youth club. Then people start to get aware of me and start to talk about me, build up a little fan base in your neighborhood till it reach out there. <laughs> wow! So it really does take the village, yeah. and it reflects in your your yeah, message and your yeah, music. Yeah. All those years later, everybody uh, turned your cell phones all the way up, especially you hands, Dave. Love that. Um, wow, that is definitely something else. To get started there and under those circumstances will definitely keep you there. So, I mean, how often do you find yourself... And where I live, in my local community where I, I live, nothing coming to that community. Yeah. You know, nothing coming there. So, you have to be a go-getter. Me have to leave out of that and do my thing there, but me go out there yeah. and start to bring back things to my community. And you understand me? That, that's what I wonder. Like now, now, leaving that community, how often do you go back? Now... Yeah, with all uh, the success uh, and all these years later. Yeah, man, I, I go back there, not very often, often, yeah. but I keep the link with people in the community, and I go back there. You know, I, you understand? I still have a house there, yeah. still have my house there, and I have family live there still. But sometimes, you know, you see, you know, we in in all the system set it in Jamaica. Or I don't know, but I don't know about other parts of the world. It, yes, it take place all over the world. It's from you come from a, from you come from a place, and them say it's a ghetto. The system don't, don't, when you leave there, the system don't want to see you go back there because if you go back there, you know, they are looking at it like, say, well, you're too big to be here. Well, you can't be too bigger than the place where you come from, your foundation. You understand me? No, never. I you mean, understand some me? People and how other youth won't get opportunity, that's an inspiration that they can go out there if you don't go back there. But they have those places, no one undesirable era. So they are saying that if, when you, do, when you come in at the era, when them come around here, anything can happen, so they don't want you to be around here, so them can just come and start fire shot or do anything at all, and you, you're at the wrong place at the That's wrong time. That's what they say. That's why people are afraid to go back home. If something yeah. crazy is going to happen, you go back, there might be somebody envious. Back in, the, in, the, in them community. Yeah. yeah. You understand me? But we don't make that stop from going to the community. We don't see that. You understand me? I, I'm afraid to go back to Sag Harbor. I go to the Hamptons. I, I'm looking over my shoulder every time. Yeah. But in all seriousness, uh, Wow. So I think this is a good time to actually play some of your music. If you're listening on the, on the radio right now, we do have Junior Reed. I hate calling this in studio. He's at the pizza place, damn it. And it's good yeah. to be here. We're going to play some music, new, old, everything in between. And we're going to come back and wrap things up. And we're going to move to a Fox Sports quick radio segment. This is the Ryan Show FM with Ryan Vernell and the legend, Junior yeah. Reed. And we And we are back. I sit here with the man, the myth, the legend. I never thought I'd meet this man in person, let me tell you. <laughs> Life is surreal. But Junior Reed is yeah. here at Digi Slices. Digi Slices. Yes, sir. Yeah, and we're it... getting ready for that vegan. I wish I could say it's gluten-free, but the pizza ain't gluten-free. That's all right, though. Yeah, pizza is great, man. 
you know, that vegetarian slice that I take, that's the... So you were digging it. You were yeah, digging the pizza. I, I was loving it. I was loving it. <laughs> and I imagine you've had quite a lot of pizza traveling the world. I've so traveled I take all over seriously. and eat pizza. And this pizza reminds me of pizza that I taste in Jamaica. What's Junior Reed's favorite food? My favorite food? Well, um, let me see. Now. It's kind of a tough question. If, if there was one thing you could eat, last meal, what it would it be? Last meal? Last meal. All right. Um, it's a tough question. Well, they know something. Some ackee and sawfish and my dumpling. I'm a banana and yam, you know? <laughs> Some, you said what? Ackee and the sawfish and the dumpling. Ackee and the sawfish and the dumpling. Okay, that does sound good. Yeah. Wow, that is a last meal. Or even if you're not having a sawfish, just ackee. Yeah. And... Nice. That does sound Seasoned good. Seasoned with a dumpling. All right. So this is why Menz has got to do his job. We need that on a pizza stat. Our, our, That's our, the Junior our, Reed our, pizza. Ital stew. Ital stew. Ital stew. Okay. We're still okay. All right. So we're taking notes. The kitchen's taking notes. I see the guys. Frenchie's back there taking notes for that custom pizza, right? Yeah. Wow. So unfortunately, Mr. Reed, we do have to wrap things up. You have to get back home. I mean, what do we have in store for 2022? Well, for 2022, um, well, right now I'm going back to Jamaica for to do a show down there. Um, near Charlie Blacks, you know Charlie Blacks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're doing a show in Jamaica. Oh, nice. Coach okay. Rice on the fourth of June, and then after that I'll be coming up back to do some studio work. Okay, some more yeah, studio. No, no, work. I, I'm on the twenty fifth. I'll be having my birthday a birthday party in Jamaica. Then after the birthday party, you know, after the twenty fifth, I'll be coming up back here to nice get okay. something because I'm working on. A compilation album, you understand me? Okay. Collaboration album. With who? Who are you doing a collaboration album with? We have a lot of artists on it. Oh, okay. It's hip hop collabor hip hop reggae collaboration. It's called Collab Alert. Wow. So yeah, collaboration any, alert. Any new hip hop artists or is it we have contemporaries? New, we have new artists on it and we have foundation artists on it. Any new artists that we can break right now or is it too is it secretive right now? We gotta keep the cards hidden here. Yeah, but yeah, but keeping it on the download right now. Right, Let's look we'll out for the collaboration album, Junior Reed collaboration. Nice, yeah, something to look forward to though, for sure. Wow, and yo, Junior Reed collaborations are some of the illest features ever. I've heard so many recent ones, even. Yeah, though. I got st I got track with Lil Wayne on it. I got track with some of the big names. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and All right. track with some upcoming names as well. So, well, for you, you miss a little Wayne. You know, it's not normal. It's it's gonna be crazy. Wow. Okay. All right. So. Yeah. Well, that's definitely something to look forward to. Now, there's another collaboration that I always wanted to ask you about, too, was the MIMS collaboration, This Is Why I'm Hot. We yeah. might as well segue into this. How did that all come together? Um, well, um, I was in New York, you know, doing some work, shooter work, running around, you know, while we have one blood with me and a game and so. And um, a friend of mine, you know, some people contact a friend of mine and say they would love to get me on this truck and they would like to, you know. So, um, after a while, I find myself in Miami. And while I, while I was in Miami, you know, they hear that I was in Miami, so they reach out to me and say that they were playing at this studio and so they was working at this studio. So, reach around there and we just make up, let them play the truck and we just make up the lyrics right on the spot. Sing wow, it. freestyle. Then, yeah, and then we just leave and I leave. Not even remember the lyrics, not even remember the song. 
until we hear it again because it was on the spot. <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you how many times I tried to do impressions of you as a kid hearing that song. That was like one of the hardest, making a fool of myself. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. So, wow, Junior Reed, it has been a complete honor to sit down with you. And I have yeah, a feeling man. that I'm coming to Jamaica. That's yeah, what the man, little bird when you come to me. Jamaica, just link up the One Blood family, man. Yes, you understand one me? One Blood, man. And tell all sure. of my fans, them, just follow me on Instagram, Real Junior Reed. Yeah, that's Real Junior Reed. I love and it. I don't even have to ask you. Know, you. you know I have what's to beg people it. to tell their Instagram handles. That's yeah, great. Yeah, and for my record label, you know, we have JR Production. All know? right, nice. Yeah, and so if also have a. A foundation called One Blood Freedom is a Must. Oh, okay. And this One Blood Freedom is a Must is to kind of help all the women, you know, all of the mothers, them and the daughters, them in prison. Because oh, wow. okay. a lot of times we always sing about, say, free up our brothers and out of prison, but we don't sing about the woman, them, that yeah. is in prison. So we have to start focusing on our brothers, them, but we still have to focus on the woman, them, too. Because the mother, them, more time, more time, of all, Eight or nine hundred women gone right now in a certain prison like Alabama prison. You have over one hundred and wait, me say one thousand eight hundred women in there. Jesus. And and half um seven seventy percent of them as all my finances were going there. It's like you know them them going there pregnant. You understand me? So Crazy. what what happened to them youth they know where them do they grow up now without no mother and no father and no son. Yeah. And then now when they go into the system, now when they grow up now, they come to the same thing where even them parents get caught for. So when I say for free up the people, them anybody we in we 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 guilty of what them yeah. doing. You, know? you understand me? But you see, if it's a it's a first offense, it's a first offender. I know say them them do certain amount of them times already with good behavior and stuff like that. You can't give them an next chance to really come and. And this foundation is about helping you can have some some woman and some people in, inside you know that you know them just need a little five hundred dollar or a thousand dollar or a little money for them if you can bring up at them case if you, if you get a chance to come yeah. up back and them may you not know, have no family or nobody outside and make a thing there you understand me if you can help them people there and know so well to set up things that's when them people they come back and come back a road at least something can do for them do you understand me it's a very noble cause, and it makes sense because you know who's in jail right now. Yeah, those that couldn't pay to get out of jail. Right. So it's not like there's a bunch of rich people sitting in jail. It's poor people. So you know what you're doing right. makes a lot so of my, sense. My daughter, my daughter, get caught up in 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 the same jail system, and so. Yeah. But sometimes everything happens for a reason. You understand me? That's yeah. me. Have to say, cause God knows everything. Cause sometimes maybe she just go in there so have an eye in there so. And see where I go on. Yeah, she go in this house, just go see where I go on. That she can relate it to me. That's me. Could have, you know, it could have draw my attention. Yeah. So we can address the problem. Wow. Well, it's a very noble a, cause. And where can they look that up? Is there a website for that? Yeah. The website is One Blood Freedom is a Must. All right. One Blood um, Freedom yeah, is a Must. Yeah. We, ju- we just set up that, that, that um, no, the Instagram page. One Blood Freedom is a Must. The Instagram is up right now. We're working on the website and stuff. You know, we understand it. But, don't forget, One Word Freedom is a must. That's a Junior Foundation. You know, freedom for all mothers, all women and all mothers, yeah. and sisters in, in prison and brothers in prison. You understand me? Yeah, because you're yeah. perpetuating a cycle of craziness. Where right, you keep right. people away from their kids and yeah. the kids grow up without their parents. It's just, yeah, it kind of goes without saying. It's just, once again, it all yeah, comes down it's gonna to be the root of all evil. In the system, come back right around. You understand me? You got to so. fight the root of all evil with the root of all evil. Isn't yeah. it ironic? It takes money to fight these... Vampires. Yeah, and fans, them just check out real Junior Reed 
Yeah. You know, them say all about the music. But it's not, I'm not just in the, this is, this is, the music is big. And this is big as well. You understand? Because we just can't sing the music. I want to do the thing. You understand? We, we sing, say we are one blood. We have to care about the people once and them need and how them feel and all of these things. You understand? So. All full circle, right? We talked right in the beginning about the good energy that you bring to this earth. So right. we might as well close it on this note. Check out Junior Reed. He's all over the place. But he's on Instagram at Real Junior Reed. We're going to yeah. be back soon. Live from Jamaica. Hold me to it. This is the Ryan Show FM with the legend Junior Reed. Bless and we'll be back.